plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Recorded live in the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock, it is the Opinions Matter podcast with Jeremy and Katie on this latest edition. And uh, before we get down to what we're talking about today, I want to say a big hello and thank you to our sponsors, the Snailbox Restaurant. The Snailbox is a family-run business situated just outside Dublin, literally a stone throw from Dublin at, at Kilmoon Cross between Slane and Ashburn. And to quote Adrian, their food is to, what does he say their food is to? To die for. To die for, to that's die for. what he says. Yeah. It's a bit extreme. Um, also, the Snailbox Restaurant is open seven days a week. Seven days a week. Um, they do amazing, amazing food. Have a look at their menu if you don't believe me. Uh, their menu is just, there's a bit of everything on the menu. And as I always say, and myself and Katie uh, feel very strongly about this, they have a decent kids menu. Because in a lot of places, when you go into a restaurant, the kids menu is literally chicken and chips or sausage and chips. I know. They do so they much. just assume that kids only want to eat chicken and chips. And my kids love stuff like pasta and mushroom with chicken and everything. It's it, It's got a great, it's got a really, really, really good diverse menu. Yeah, so uh, if you want decent food for your kids as well, because there's nothing worse than going to a restaurant and you give your kids crap and five minutes after they leave the restaurant, I'm hungry again, I'm hungry again. So it really is great value for money. The Snailbox restaurant at Kilmoon Cross. Kilmoon Cross, yeah. Kilmoon Cross, you yeah. want to get it right. Kilmoon Cross. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, out. It's sponsor us, you might as well get it right. So. Thank so, you very Sorry, f- what's his name, Phil? Yeah, thanks. Sorry, Philip. Phil. Sorry, Phil. Yeah. Kill Moon Cross. Philip Foster. Sorry, well, I'm, I'm sure if they want, if people want to go there, they'll put the, put it into Google Maps and they'll find it, okay? Yeah? Mm. Thanks. On today's uh, Opinions Matter podcast. Now, on the last episode, if you haven't heard it, you should li- listen to us because we covered a protest that was taking place in Ballybrack um, against... Um, well, alleged asylum seekers that were going to be moving into a, a unit in Ballybrack Village. Nasty scenes, uh, windows were put in, the place was vandalised, little scumbags um, were out causing trouble. Yet again, um, last night, um, the guards had to be there again. Did you see the videos from last no, night? No, I can't believe oh they went my back out God. last night. And like, young fellas, this has nothing to do with asylum seekers or, or refugees. Um, there was little young fellas the same age as my sons were squaring up to the Gardaí. Like pricks. Well, yeah. Yeah, little yeah. eight and nine-year-olds yeah. squaring up to the Gardaí. Um, and I remember saying on the last podcast, I said, this is not re- reflective of the people of Ballybrack. You know, most people in Ballybrack uh, are decent people. There was a lot of angry scenes from locals yesterday. It's horrible. There, there really it's was. horrible. Like maybe these people, you know, a lot of them, you know, I'm not saying every, every, some people who go protesting, you know, they're, they're okay, they can behave themselves. The ones who are going out purely to cause trouble because we do have the right to po- protest in this country but you don't have the right to be abusive you don't have the right to just don't be a scumbag just don't property. be a scumbag yeah basically be pawn scum now the uh, the Justice Minister Helen McEntee uh, condemned the scenes uh, over the last two days which saw a building vandalised roads closed off um, she said um, there, the police are on top of what's happening I mean they can only know they can only arrive when these things uh, happen um, but the protest was all about, um, but it was in Ballybrack Village, and it was all about. What time ju- was it at? As a matter of interest, oh, we, the, the last night's one again. Both, I think, it, about seven o'clock. No, the the one the day previously was a bit earlier. Oh, um, so these people, a lot of these people, obviously don't bother getting up off their arses to go to work. There you go. Uh, the protesters ga- gathered outside Ridge House in Ballybrack, um, following suggestions 
that male international uh, protection seekers were moved into the building. Now, on the previous podcast, uh, I asked people for confirmation that it was going to be, people were saying yesterday there was going to be 30 males moved into it. Mm-hmm. And I asked, like anything, when, you, when someone suggests something or says something, what's the first thing you do? You ask for... Proof. proof. You ask for proof. Yeah. Is that fair enough to ask for proof or yeah, something? Yeah, well, don't believe anything you read on Facebook, first I, of all. I believe these gobshites who read things on Facebook and nothing. take it as gospel. They're, they're going to rape your women. They're going to molest your children. Like, feck off. Um, anyway, yesterday on the podcast, I asked for confirmation and um, proof that uh, 30... What did they always say? What did they always say? Um, military age men. Military age men. That's what they always mm. say. Coming in. They're, they're, they're going to wreck the place. Anyway, I still haven't been able to get confirmation from any single one of you. Um, that 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 unit was actually going to be used for uh, asylum uh, seekers. Anyway, from what we believe in the news today, um, nobody's going to be moved into the uh, the building as it stands. Um, so where did this all start from? Then I'm really confused. Where does anything start? Facebook. So people- this was a rumor that started, and then people said, "Well, I'm going to go up and." And destroy this building or vandalise the building as my right to protest. Well, what they're saying now, what the authorities are saying now is that it was going to be used, but it was going to be used for Ukrainian refugees. Now, if you're to believe the protest against anything brigade, these people who protest against everything, they don't have a problem with Ukrainian refugees. But they obviously thought, military age men, oh, military age men, with no proof, not one bit of proof, not one of you has any bit of proof of who was going to be moving in in there, where they were, they were going to be vetted. Nothing. I don't think it just comes down to who's moving in. I think there is a lot of anger, which I do understand. I definitely don't agree with any form of vandalism or, you know, racist rants or anything like that. That's despicable. It's completely inexcusable. But I do understand a lot of the anger towards the government, but their anger is, dis- is misdirected. It should be directed towards the government. There is definitely an issue here with homeless in Ireland that's not being addressed. Okay, well... Let's do you not do you not agree? We oh, no, have our own issues here as well, and then obviously we're taking in and helping other people, which is great that we're doing it. But can we afford to do it? Okay, Jess, we have, is, we have our own housekeeping. But we'd have homelessness regardless of whether or not we had any asylum seekers here. But I'm sure there's a lot of those given to people coming into no, the country but that I a homeless person will be glad of. We brought this up yesterday in yesterday's podcast, and before one refugee <coughs> or asylum seeker stepped foot in Ireland, yeah, myself and Adrian were doing topics about homelessness. Homelessness was just as bad before we had any refugees. Now, Jess has been on, who's a regular uh, listener, and she says it's 60 males that were going to be moved into that. And I'm going to ask you, Jess, where as I asked proof? yesterday, where is the proof? I want solid, hard proof that that was going to be 60 males. Because... None of you have that proof. I mean, I can say they were going to move 100 rabbits in there. Mm. Does that make it true? Let's have a listen to this. So there's beds moved into the place. Why was the beds moved into it? If they weren't going to put the military-aged men in. Now, you're talking about these men coming over here and you're obviously giving out about the Irish saying that they'll do this and do that to the, the women and children, whatever. Right, there's people coming in with no passports. They could have a criminal list, the length of fucking arm coming from where they're coming from. They get sanctuary here in Ireland to start off again. Some of them will be caught, some of them will be very fucking quiet and sly about with the way they go. But no doubt about it. Go watch the film Sound of Freedom. And this will highlight what is being allowed into our country. Stop putting it down now, Jeremy, because at the end of the day, if, if, if something, happens, something happens to any child out there, you're going to be eating your words. Now, you can't be letting people in with no passports and no documents. That's it. They changed 
from putting people into that building after the building got broke up and said, oh, no, there's nobody going in. What's that doing? That's twisting it around to say, oh, you've done it for nothing. But if the building didn't get attacked or anything like that, there would be a lot of men put into that building. And all by Again, men. no proof of that. Keith. People came yeah. out, they broke up the building, which was wrong. They shouldn't have broke up the building because it gives the government like some uh, leeway then to put more laws on things. So everything needs to be done peacefully. Okay, oh, Keith. Like said, sorry, Keith. Yeah. A lot of what you said there is wrong. And, you know, you're turning around in one hand and saying um, you'd be eating your words if your children aren't safe. By saying stuff like that, by saying your children are not going to be safe if we move... Um, as you say, uh, military-age men into the area, by saying that that's creating, you annoy and scare parents. When parents hear, my children are not going to be safe uh, if these people move into the area, that's what causes the anger. And again, where's the proof that the 60 males were going to be moved in here? Not one of you. Keith, have you got proof? If you have proof, send it to me. And I'll happily, I'll happily um, read out the proof. But if you don't have proof, then shut up about it because there's w- scaremongering undertones in that as well. Yeah, absolutely scaremongering. Okay, let me go to Lisa. Lisa, how are you? Hi, thanks. Good. Now, what do you want to say about this? You heard uh, the message from uh, Asia, Syrian family living in Ballybrack for them. They want to get out of the area. Do you know what, Jeremy? I feel very sorry for them because no family should have to feel like that. No family. Now. There's two sides to this here. Um, There's two sides, okay? I am a single mother of four kids and I have three kids with special needs. I had to put myself on the front of a newspaper a year ago to beg and beg to be housed, to give me and my kids a roof. You do. And we went through a horrible, horrible, horrible time. Nobody could offer us a home. We were on the verge of going into um, a homeless place with myself and the four kids because we couldn't get a home. We tried so hard, but we just couldn't. And being a single man, I couldn't afford, you know, a thousand and a half for, for a home. And I have put myself all over a newspaper of embarrassment just so we could get a home. Now, unfortunately, the situation is that our country has had these issues a long, long, long time. And I don't blame the people. I don't blame the Irish people. I don't blame the refugees. I blame the government because we have been crying out for years. Years we've been crying out for help, whether it's homeless, whether it's mental health, whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter. We've had these problems for a long time. And the problem is now is that everybody is fighting for survival and everybody is turning against each other because they want equal rights. And unfortunately... Okay, but this why? Is how, how well, it's gone? I know, but with the greatest respect, what has this got to do with that family, uh, that Syrian family in Ballybrack? Who actually, by the way, because uh, we spoke to them, they work. They they they're not on benefits like a lot of the yeah. people who complain about them. They're not. Yeah. They're not taking one benefit. They both work. They're in social housing. Yeah. yeah, they're in social housing, but they both work. They're contributing to the uh, to the country. Um, and in yeah. fact, they got to when did they get their asylum? Um, was it? Was it? Was it? Last? Year, within the last two years. Yeah. So you know, um, the, their asylum has been granted. Uh, they're now living here legally. They're working here legally. Um, why would you be angry? Why would anybody be angry with them? Nobody deserves that. We all deserve, you know, a life, a good life. Everybody, especially the children. You know, it's not fair on the children. They didn't ask to be born in this situation. They did. They, they, they don't want this. Do you know what I mean? But you have to have an understanding here. When people are out there all this time begging on the streets, 
homeless and being told there is no houses, there is nothing to get them. And then these people come into this country and get handed this. You have to understand the leg- level of anger that but people they, but, are going but, to yeah, but they, have. Well, this family didn't get handed anything. But if you were to believe, if you believe the far right, they'll say, oh, they got a house for free, they got a house for free. There's this assumption that every single person that comes into nobody's the- saying that they, nobody's saying that they got a house for free. But the government need to understand that they need to fix the problems in their own country before they start bringing people from other countries into this country. They but, need to fix the problems never, but that's here never, first. Yeah, but with the greatest respect, Lisa, every country has has problems. And if, if you're saying we should wait until, by the way, no no land in the world is a, is a utopia. There's not one country in the world that doesn't have social issues or homeless issues or whatever the case may and be. And we are always going to have exactly. homeless issues. We are going to have, so, so well, if you're... It's that's, not, that's correct. We're always going to have this issue. But they need. But I, get, I, said, I get what you're saying, Lisa. That the government need to do more to address the issues we have. They They're do. not they doing enough. They need to do more. Yes, they do. And as I said, you know what I mean. We're out. There's families out there like myself that are fighting and fighting so hard from the government to get help and support to keep our own families afloat. And we're struggling. At the we end of March. Struggling. At the end of March this year, we had taken in. This was at the end of March, right? So. To, take into consideration the months since then that have passed and more probably have come in 76,175 Ukrainian refugees alone very high for Ireland very very high and a lot of the Ukrainian refugees coming in are being housed and the point I think a lot of people and the anger a lot of people feel is that why wasn't this available to Irish people who have been on the housing lists for years who have been on the streets or in emergency accommodation and I don't think we can just sweep it all under the carpet and say we need to help everybody because the fact of the matter is there is not enough money to help and do what we need to do for everybody Okay, but No there's not Hang on Jeremy if you have a a cage and you have say 10 cats in this cage and they're all lovable from the same family and everything's fine and then you, you add another 40 or 50 cats to that cage what's going to happen they're going to fight for survival they're going to be cramped on top of it our country is overpopulated and that's the problem there's there's not enough services and there's not enough home there's not enough for everybody in this country so what's going to happen why who should no, choose no, no, yeah, but, in this, yeah, but, but hang on in this instance in this instance this family this Syrian family in Ballybrack yeah, haven't taken a house off anybody they are working now it is a social house because obviously they're they're under the, the, mm. the threshold for being able to afford a mortgage who can but they're not taking a house off you they're not taking a house off anybody else they're, we're not saying they are we're saying that the reason why people are turning like this and why people have so much anger this is the reason why is because they feel that they're being left aside and having to fight for their own families and survival while all these other people come into the country get handed passports the half of them that come into the country we don't even know where they came from there's all these men that have come in that were supposed to be and, and Jeremy uh, let me take you back a women. couple of months I don't know Lisa if you remember if you heard it at the time but we spoke to a man named Mahoud Yes. Yes. Do you remember the context of the conversation? Was this the fellow living out at the the airport? Do you remember the context of the conversation? Yeah, he was being moved down to uh, Bally Go Backwards and he didn't want to go to Bally Go Backwards. He wanted to stay in Dublin and he got no support uh, whatsoever. And yeah, I think a lot of people are angered then. And I'm not saying all, you know, refugees coming into the country have this attitude, but there's a lot of, there are the stories of people coming into the country and they're not happy because they're not near bus services or they're not in certain areas. Which, you know, if somebody's helping you, I don't think you should be trying to dictate where you get to live. Okay, but that's... A, that, okay, again, that but is... But I think this all falls under it. I hate res- racism. I despise racism. But I'm just saying, to play devil's advocate here, I can see why people are angry at the government. 
because the vetting isn't I don't think the vetting is strong enough or strict enough coming into this country and then it takes weeks you okay, don't but, know. but again let's go back to the matter in hand the reason we are talking about this is because of Asia and her family why is she is do you not believe it's fundamentally wrong that she is, uh, is scared oh th- that's disgusting yeah. yeah that is absolutely disgusting nobody should have to live in fear or feeling like they're any lesser of a human being because other people don't are uncomfortable with their presence okay there's a huge interest in this let's have a listen to oh what our old friend uh, Curtis has to say you should ask the woman Aisha yeah why did she leave Syria in the first place it's probably because of these barbarian type people that are coming into our country that don't respect any laws or rules anywhere in the world um, and you should have asked her was it better to live in Syria or was it better living in Ireland Okay, well, I would imagine uh, that goes without saying. She left Syria because it's a civil war and she was getting her house bombed. I mean, and Curtis, you, you like all of us listening to this, um, are very lucky in that we go to bed at night and we're not afraid that a bomb is going to drop on, the, on our house. So they came for a better life in the same way a lot of people, a lot of Irish people emigrated over the years. So she came here because she wanted to be safe and now she ends up in Ballybrack and she doesn't feel safe. Um, so that's the question. Everybody here. has the Everybody has the right to feel safe. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody does. Absolutely. And the the fact that, and I, when I was overhearing the call that you were saying, you were speaking to Asia on earlier on, and when you asked her, uh, Katie, you said, um, are you going to sleep well tonight? And she said, no, I'm going to be terrified sleeping. Yeah. Her kid, Both her yeah. kids are sleeping in the same room yeah. as her and the, par- the partner. She told me that she's had a 14-year-old spit on her before. A 14-year-old spit on her as she was coming out of a shop and called her a dirty packy. I mean that—that's just the fact that she does not. She's not even from Pakistan. That's disgusting. Yeah. But it just highlights the yeah. ignorance. I mean, you're dealing with people who don't have a clue. Darren. Well, it works both ways, Jeremy. Where's the proof that they weren't putting all those males into that place? Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Let me go to uh, Anthony. How are you, Anthony? I'm alright, how are you? Good, you're angry at what you're hearing, are you? I am, it is just vile all the racism that's going on in this country like what you talked about yesterday in Mary Black, I mean, do these racist far-right scum they clearly must forget their history when Irish people went abroad during the famine in a time of hardship and they want to turn back like some want us to do with refugees from Ukraine who are fleeing war and genocide. Uh, they also forget how our people were treated with suspicion in the UK during the Troubles. Okay, well, but what Lisa's saying, I don't know if you heard what Lisa was saying in the other line, she is waiting. She just, uh, she just sounds like she's angry. We have to help people fleeing war and genocide in Ukraine. Does she not know what's happening over there? Well, Lisa. Hang on for a second. I'm not saying I'm angry. What I'm saying is that it's very hurtful and frustration when we are here fighting so hard to get what we can. I'm not saying she deserves it because it's disgusting, absolutely disgusting what's happened to her. And I don't blame the people. I blame this government. People should just really stop hating on the government. I keep hearing this all the time. People always hating on the government. I bet yeah, because it's their fault. It's their fault. It's their no, fault. No, it's not. It's yes, not their they fault. They're taking these, they're not, taking these poor not. people in. They're taking these poor people in and offering this war and genocide. They can't stand up and genocide. They cannot stand up and help their own Lisa. country. Lisa, will you be quiet? I'm talking. There's helping people who are fleeing war and genocide. We have to help people who are fleeing war and genocide. 
and the war in Ukraine. And people keep hating on the government. They just keep hating all the time. I bet you half of those... I'm still talking. Yeah. Do you have any manners? I'm still talking. I'm still talking. Okay, go on, I bet you half of these people who keep hating on the government, they don't even vote at all elections. They just keep hating on it. Yes, they don't. So if they don't, you won't even vote. Okay, let, let, let Lisa respond. Let Lisa respond. don't even have the right to complain about the government. Okay, Anthony, let Lisa respond. I have every right to complain about the, the government. Every right. They're bringing these poor people in and shoving them into these warehouses and this, that, or whatever, okay? Now, they deserve a life. We deserve a life. Every individual person deserves a good life. Nobody should have to sleep in fear. Nobody should have to go to bed hungry. Nobody should have to sleep with their eyes open on the streets. So, yes, I blame the government. By all means, I blame the government because they should not be doing this in the first place. It's all greed and money and politics and voting. But where's the help, huh? Where is the help? I have three children with special needs. Yes? I'm not entitled to fuck all, okay? I can't even get a buggy for my children. I can't. I've had my house, myself plastered all over newspapers to beg for a house. Begging, begging, begging just to put a roof over my kid's house. They said, we don't have the houses. We don't have the money. We don't have the funding. Oh, look, the last few years, they do. So if if they're taking all the poor people in, where are they they magically putting these houses from that they're telling people for years they don't have? The government are not to blame for what happened in Ukraine. That's due to Putin just being a power-hungry madman. Anthony, can I just clear something up there? Not every single person in this country is fleeing war and genocide. Not every but single... Are, but a lot Correct. of people from Ukraine have But we're not just talking about the Ukrainians here. We're not just talking about the Ukrainians. No. You keep, I mean, you bring everything back to the far right. Anytime anybody has any kind of opinion that doesn't go with yours, they're far right and snobbish and everything else. You tell us well, to get them off air. Well, you the open up right. your mind and listen to someone else's point of view and stop shouting people down. Well, she was the one shouting over me while I was trying to talk. Oh, okay, again, the point is here we have a family. Let's get back to the, the, the matter in hand, guys. The point is here we have a family living in Ballybrack who are originally from Syria. Nothing to do with Ukraine. Nothing to do with Ukraine at all. And she is scared living in Bally Brack. Now, Anthony, you believe that's because of the far right. What? It is. It's disgraceful what's happened to that woman and her family. It's disgraceful what's happened. The Garda need to crack down on the far right. We need hate crime legislation to properly punish them. That's what needs to happen. The Garda need to go after the far right, like they've been doing in other countries. Anthony, can I ask you a genuine question without mentioning far right or damn snob or anything like that? No, I'm not being serious. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yes, sorry, Jeremy. Can can you understand um, at all why some people are concerned and a little bit miffed that there are issues here that aren't being addressed while there are so many international issues being addressed here in Ireland? No, because the people are just having these concerns and they're just listening to misinformation being put up online. No, no, the the information is there that we're taking in. No, 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 Yeah, hang on, sorry, but the reason we're, the the Ballybrack information, we've, again, 48 hours later, we still haven't got uh, confirmation on that, have we? That it was going to be 60 males uh, of... No, no, misinformation in that sense, yes. But I'm talking about the fact that there are such and such numbers of refugees and asylum seekers being in in this country. Can you understand why people are concerned about the fact that the homeless situation in this country isn't seeming to be addressed? No, because the homeless crisis has been going on for over a decade. But it's worse than ever, Anthony. There's people living in hotel rooms with kids. 
It's worse than it's ever been. It's now at critical breaking point. Well, I'm just going to say this. All these people who keep saying, you know, house our own, help the homeless, look after our own. Have they been trying to help the homeless? I bet you they haven't. Well, no, I did say this yesterday. Yeah, Yes, I, I agree. Stay there for a second, please, Anthony. I did say this yesterday, Katie. All this whole thing about... Um, these people who, who say help our own first and help our own first and worry about the homeless. They don't give, and I'm going to say this again, these people, uh, some of whom are far right, uh, they don't, all these Ireland first people and all that, and Ireland is full and all that, they don't give a fiddler's F-U-C-K about, well, no, the, ho- about the homeless I situation. don't agree that they all don't. I think there's many people that do get out. There's people who get out and they do soup kitchens, they do yep. clothes runs. I think there's uh, a lot of people who care and I think they it's unfair yes, to say they, everybody. No, I'm saying they do, but I'm talking about the people, I'm talking about the people who, who aggressively uh, stand uh, out at these areas like Ballybrack and do stuff like that. I'm talking about them. Uh, let me go to John. John, how are you? What do you want to say on this? How are you doing, Jeremy? How are you, Katie? Cool. Um, well, I, tell, I tell you what it is, lads, and, and, and I've said this before on your show, and it's not fair. It's not fair. You, you look, Jeremy. I, I look. I look for a doc, doctor's appointment this week. I couldn't. I couldn't get it for the life. Ah, sure. Me. That's the, that's the refugees' fault. Yeah. No, but, but the fact of the matter is, all these Jeremy, sick that, refugees that, taking up the hospital. Know, right, what, yeah. what, what, what my problem is, uh, um, Jeremy, and uh, this is the problem that I have. I've said it to you on the show before. My kids haven't got a hope of getting a house. Not a hope. Ah, again, not that's a hope. again, that's it's, that's the the serious fault. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 but let's not, no, it's it's not only the Syrians, uh, uh, Jerry Mail. And and look, you you were talking about proof there earlier on. It's all over Facebook. Ah, it's it? all over Facebook. No, no, no. They're killing each other in the CUS. As Katie pointed out earlier on there. If we're putting all these people. Hold on for a minute, Jerry. It's all on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, it's all on Facebook. Okay, but the first two things you said were you, you can't get um, a hospital appointment or you can't get, can't a, get a doctor's appointment. And how in God's name is that the fault of... of what? Because, because the health, see the systems that are in place here, Jeremy. They're, they're, they can't even deal with our own population. Oh, that no, no, you, you no, Jeremy, that's a fair point he made. Our health system is absolutely Sorry. grading. Well, you need to go to lads. You need, to go to, you need to go to a different GP. Anytime I ring my oh, GP. No, 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 oh, I'm talking about the hospitals. You oh, go into hospitals. What has this got to do no, with the no, family? No, but it's, it's to do with the country is already at it's breaking point and yes, something Kate. needs to something needs to be done because our health system I remember I was in hospital not long ago and I was chatting to a Nigerian doctor and he said to me our health service is worse than some third world countries that was the sorry, from a Nigerian okay, lads, doctor the, the health service has always been shit in this country sorry Anthony you're screaming to get back on there to John what do you want to say to him he should have tried going to a different GP or a hospital he's having some trouble there locally oh, it's, it's not happened Alan we, we went look listen this is for everybody. This is up and down the breadth of the country, Alan. Alan. I heard what you said earlier on. My point to you is, Alan, where is the stopping point? Where is the cut-off point? That we, we, I don't mind. We, we have to help people. We're in the EU. It's in the, it's, it's, we have to take so many thousands in. We get that. We understand that. But what I'm saying to you is, Alan, the small little country that we have, Alan, you're forgetting. America. Yeah, people fled to America. Look at the size of America, Alan. Look at the size of America. To, towards Ireland. Now you look at this little country that we have. We cannot keep doing what we're doing, Alan. It just doesn't make sense. It won't make sense. It, if we can't carry on the way we're going, there's going to be major trouble down the road for the for the Ireland of Ireland and the Irish people. Even if you break it down and go further beneath the surface, you look at the mental health service waiting lists. If you are somebody with a mental health issue in this country, I'd be terrified because. 
This, the, the mental health, even again, again that no, but this it all is comes down to the same thing that the, the oh. issues in the country aren't being addressed. We've waiting lists for people. People, my sister, people like my sister will probably are facing the fact that they might never own a home. The country's already, and I'm not talking about refugees here. It's simply I'm talking about in everything. There's, a, yeah. there's so many issues that need to be addressed in here, and it's like there's there's no priority. There's no kind of. And you know what the shit weather we're having as well at the moment. I'm going to I'm going to blame the Ukrainians on that bringing the shit weather over to Ireland. I'm going to well, Jeremy, blame the, the, yeah. the fact that the matter is though, Jeremy, and it is the truth that it's a waterfall effect that's happening on everything. Here, 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 hang on a second, John. You haven't contributed to this country in about twenty years, so don't be going on now like the you're. you're that, that no, no, no. Well, it does, man. You, you, you've con- you have contributed nothing into it's the hate. You, are, yeah, and I'm telling you, you haven't contributed zilch into. Uh, I'm talking about my son. Ah, I'm talking about my sons and daughters. Yes, and I'm ever. talking about you're giving out. You're giving out because uh, you can't get a doctor's appointment. You haven't paid towards the HSC. You haven't paid. No. I would have day, Jeremy. I would have day, so if that's the case. If you want to attack me about not working, they're not working either, Jeremy. So what's the problem? So who's not working? It, 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 the, the majority of the foreign people that are coming into this country aren't working. They're coming in without a passport, coming in without a bit. Sorry, of hang on. This family in Ballybrack, oh, uh, yeah, no, 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 listen to me. He is a, what, a nighttime security guard? Is that what he does, Katie? Mm-hmm. That's after. Sorry? That's off to him. Fair play to him. Yeah, fair play to him. He's working, yeah. And she works She works in a... It's not a local supermarket. A supermarket within 10k radius of where she lives. So they're both working. They're paying oh, yeah. They're paying more tax than you are. Jeremy, I get that. I'm not giving out about that. Jeremy. Well, if you wanted me up with me, Jeremy, and we take a, tri- a drive there, I'm only about 40 minutes away from the US Hotel. We'll take a drive down. We'll go into the US Hotel. And you tell me that this is idealistic for the people of... Absolutely, it's not. No, it's not. No, That's it's not fair. It's not fair. Okay, let, let, not fair okay let me let me ask the question. Why do this family living in Ballybrack, this Syrian family, they do not deserve that? They what, do not. What, why is that? Why is that hate coming towards them? Why did someone spit at her when she was leaving a uh, shop? I, 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 look, I don't have the answers for everything, Jeremy. I really don't. But what I will say this to you is, is again. People are getting they're, they're getting the hatred from what's happening in this country, and that's the only thing that I can see that's happening here. They're, uh, people are getting hell. Now, what you said is they're working this, that, you know, they're, they're, you know, but people are being rubbed up the wrong way. The government aren't telling them what's going on. They're, they're letting everybody in. Literally, you see it yourself. No passports, no paperwork. You won't get into Australia tomorrow, Jeremy, without a clean Jeremy, even passport. you have to admit that that is scary, that there are people ripping up their passports and coming into the country. That's with wrong. No, sorry, that's I'm the, scary. Sorry, but lads, would you listen to me for a sec? Anybody that rips up their passport should be turned back around when they come into the country. They should be arrested. Yeah. No, nobody... They should be arrested. In the same way I wouldn't be led into the States. If I went on a plane tomorrow to New York and I forgot my passport, you wouldn't be led in there. Yes, so why, are we, why is it allowed here? And this is a, the anger Again. people have. And you call people all sorts then because they have this anger when really no, no, you have no, the exact no, same no, anger. I, I'm calling the people all sorts who are making this Syrian family's uh, life. No, yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, that's that's what I'm dealing but, with. I'm but not talking in about terms of the people who rip up their passports and are allowed to stay in the country with no documentation, these people could be from anywhere, could be anyone. Okay, and you, we're supposed to just be okay with that. We're okay. supposed to be fine. But you know what? People no. are still going to keep voting the no, same government really? in. Oh, here so. we go. Here we go. Okay, well, vote for the National Party there or Ireland first or wherever you vote for the Well, far, people, the, the anger here is misdirected. The anger mm. here has been directed at 
at people coming into the country when it should be directed go up to the doll march on the doll take it up with your yeah, local that's TDs. what Adrian was saying yes it won't happen won't have they wouldn't half of these uh, numb schools wouldn't even know where the doll is Katie they wouldn't even they couldn't, you'd, have, you'd have to send them directions to get there mm. it's Ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live callers and live debates it's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note. Hey guys, great topic. Uh, totally agree with Lisa. Bang on, 100%. Uh, she's putting Anthony in his place, absolutely. Okay, let me go to Alex. No, no. Sorry, sorry. You oh, know no. what I am sick of, though, right? Genuinely, right? I am sick of as soon as you question anything in this country, anything at all, to do with immigration or foreigners or refugees or asylum seekers, you're branded a racist. No, that's you, not no, true. No, By you, who? No, who no, there are people out there, like Anthony, the far right. How many times? Uh, I'm pretty sure if I met that man, he's the far right, far right tattooed to one cheek and right tattooed on the other yeah no you can question but immigration no, you can question you, but to you you all can but there are a lot of people as soon as you bring up any kind of question or concern you're a racist and that has to stop we should be allowed to ask questions as as a nation we should be allowed to ask questions now, people go and smashing things up and chanting vile we are allowed things. to ask questions what, where the hatred comes from do you remember uh, the, the East Wall protest that time and People were literally making up stories of women being sexually assaulted by by foreign nationals that had been moved into the area. Mm -hmm. How sick can you get that you will make up stories of women being sexually assaulted in order to turn people? That's what the far. That's what the far right do. That is, they turn. They turn simple mind. They turn simple minded people who are easily led. A lot of people in 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 Ireland are very. You see, there you go. Anybody who has a question is stupid minded and easily led. No, that's not what I said. I'm saying anybody. Anybody that sees a post on Facebook, yeah, that says six women have been raped in the last week and they were all by foreign nationals and people who believe that that are, are. Simple-minded. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I thought you were talking about. But the point is, there is definitely a, a cohort in this country. As soon as anyone asks a question, you're branded a racist or a xenophobe or anything. It's it's everything. You cannot say anything. You'd be you terrified. Think? You'd be terrified to open your mouth in this country nowadays because you were going to get branded with the racist card. You can't open your mouth, Jeremy. And that's a fact. Even if you're not racist, I hate racism. I absolutely despise it. I think it's the lowest of the low. You're scum if you judge somebody based on the colour of their skin or where they're from or their religion. But you need to be able to ask a question without fear of being called a racism. There's too many people too quick to throw out that well, card. That's what opinions and are. That, okay. well, yeah. That's what rant, rant over. Rant that's, over. Geez, okay. Does sure? anybody agree with me here? Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Alex, how are you? If you walk down a random street in Dublin most days now, there'll be more non-Irish people than there will be Irish people on the street. And like you notice it as the year goes on that more um, immigrants are coming in and into the country and they're being housed like not immediately, but like almost immediately. And there's still many Irish people that are homeless. Okay, the first thing, you you are right. There are certain parts of Dublin, certain streets in Dublin, that if you're walking down and you're Irish, you're in the minority. But I could say the same about New York. Have you ever been to New York? Yeah, I have. Yeah, you won't find many uh, Americans in Times Square. It's mainly... mainly oh, far yeah, you now, in fairness, they're tourists. Um, but what, you think we're being uh, overtaken by, by foreign nationals? Is that what you're afraid of? No. Not overtaken. I just think that Irish people are becoming smaller and smaller in the Irish country. Like the the population of Irish people is getting smaller and smaller, and the population of immigrants is getting bigger. And is that a bad thing? Um, not necessarily, but like there is 
find one that could be a bad thing. Okay, who's going to fill all the jobs that, that can't be filled in certain companies? Uh, restaurants can't open open seven days a week because they can't get the staff to do it. Hotels are struggling to get staff to do it as well. That's where it becomes a good thing that there's a lot of immigrants. Okay, but well then you're in agreement. <laughs> Here's Travis. Hi, Katie and Jeremy. I just wanted to say, these people talking about people choosing to come here without any passports, they don't realise it's an absolute logistical nightmare for someone not to have a passport. And there's a term for it, they're called undocumented people. And the, the system that they have to go through is far more difficult than somebody with a passport. So they need to realise nobody would choose to come to the country without a passport. On the other hand, using terms such as military-aged men to describe these people, everybody has their own situation. And you can't just put everyone under this blanket term, military-aged men, men staying in the building, because in the end of the day, these people are refugees, and they wouldn't come to this country if they had any other option. Yeah, that's some great points there, Travis. We're back out of the Spider-Verse now. Yeah, that's great points, Travis. And I do agree with you. The term military-aged men, that came from, from people with an agenda, with far-right people with an agenda um, who said military-aged men because that sparks fear into people. When you hear that expression, military-aged men, uh, men who want to attack your women, men who want to attack your children, that all scares people and that's what they want to do. They want to turn us against each other and that is why there is a family in Ballybrack at the moment who are uh, living in fear because because of scaremongering. Let me go to uh, Eileen. How are you, Eileen? Hi, Jeremy. How are you? Good. Now, what do you want to say about this? Um, yeah, I just want to say, um, like, I think um, there's a bit of, like, overpopulation to say with um, people coming. I think we need to prioritise Irish people first. And I think at the start, like, I don't know if the topic kind of changed, but... That woman said Irish people are being racist. I think they were just protesting. And they're protesting against the government, more against the government. Not yeah, but the, 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 yeah, but the government aren't based in Bally. Are they? Let me just check with Kate here. The government based in Ballybrack? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I have not after heard today's the, show, they could be. I have not heard the, yeah. <laughs> that so the doll wh- has why, been. Why aren't they outside the doll? Well, I guess this is just um, like a group that is more violent. But there is, there is people protesting against the government. But... The doll is just, they tried the doll before and it hasn't worked. So they're going to other places where they'll care more. Okay, what do you say? Because I know the, uh, that the family will be listening to this podcast. What do you say to that Syrian family living in Ballybrack who are living in fear of their safety now? Well, well, I, like, yeah, I honestly um, care for any citizen now. So I say, um, well, obviously just watch out. You know, watch your back. Thank you very much, Eileen. Uh, I mean, it is sad that they came from, they came from Syria, for a better life, yeah? Oh, Magella's been back on. Magella, you'll have to come on the podcast sometime because you make really good points, but I don't like arguing with and debating with comments on Facebook. And so if you don't work, you're not allowed an opinion and you're not allowed to be concerned about the future of your country. Low blow, Jeremy, low blow. When, when did I say that? Uh, let me get to tell you, because if you listen to this podcast regularly, you'll know that John um, proudly has said on this podcast before that he uh, claims the dole and works cash in hand for what? Oh, for 20 years or last something Last like week that? I was in the car. I had you guys hooked up to my Bluetooth and I heard John on now when I say I was like I was angry I was like why couldn't I be on today yeah. talking about the laptops that he wanted a particular laptop I was like yeah. oh my god yeah. the anger it was palpable I so, could feel it so the point that I was making was I thought I made that quite clear that um, <laughs> you can't complain about the state of the country and the health service when you contribute absolute fuck all to the country uh, which is what John did uh, Magella when you pay taxes your taxes go towards the running of the country yeah the roads police, ambulance service, 
health service, hospitals. And when you don't contribute to that, you can't complain about the services. That was my point. I thought I made that quite clear. But, but you know, there's people who genuinely can't work, like, you know, pensioners. That's and not a, Yeah, but they, they have contributed at some stage. Yeah, a pensioner who's worked all their life. My mother's a pensioner, yeah. She's worked all her life. She's contributed. She has nothing left to contribute. Mm, I suppose, yeah. Has, has John contributed? No. Just verbal diarrhea on this show regularly. <laughs> can I say that out loud? Or yeah, you I can. Just we still love you, John, okay. though. We still <laughs> love you. Anyway, my point, uh, Aisha, I, I have to say I'm embarrassed for what is happening to you. Mm. I don't believe all the people in Ballybrack are like that because I know a lot of people in Ballybrack and they're salt of the earth and I'm sure they would have welcomed you uh, with open arms. Um... And I'm just sorry that it happened to you. I'm sorry that you were spat at by a child when going to the shops. That is absolutely uh, dis- disgusting. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just hope it gets better for you. And if you're looking for a transfer, I hope you get the transfer. Uh, I just don't know where they could transfer you to that you're not going to. It's just, it's not a nice time uh, to be in Ireland. If it's you're very, in, te- there's a lot of tension, isn't there? There is a lot of tension. You see, and and on on the the side of people who are protesting, the the, the people out causing trouble are ruining it for everybody else yeah. because they're making everybody look bad they when are. it's not everybody. I agree with you, Katie. Thanks very much no, for listening don't. to this podcast. Subscribe on Apple or Spotify and never miss out on another episode of Opinions Matter. Bye, Katie. Bye, Jeremy. Bye.